0: let's set up the problem we have to solve straight away. First thing is we have an idea. Second thing is we need that idea to become a fully blown digital product within a limited amount of time and limited amount of resources, money. What do we do? There is a process I have developed through years of developing products which uh, consists of 12 milestones, where each milestone has a goal, why it's being done in such a way and where one of those goals is to save both time and money in order to build the product in its first version and also to save you time and money in the future. The process is also intended to uh, prepare the right roadmap of how you take that idea in any shape and build a digital product out of it. So these 12 steps in between are from the thoughts that you have in your head down to building the idea. So let's get started. In the first milestone, we have to define what this idea actually is, what the product is based on the idea. Uh, Ideas usually scattered in our thoughts all over the place. What do we do with it? Let's write it down. Let's be as descriptive as possible and exhaust our thoughts on a piece of paper. Once you do that, try to condense everything into one sentence. That if you tell that sentence to somebody, they will know what you're talking about, they will know what your product will be. That's a very difficult thing. There's a number of steps Number of questions and actions you have to take to get to that point—we'll get to it later, as this is an intro. But what is the goal of this? The goal is, if you know the core of your product, if you stick to idea, to the idea you originally had, and you extract it as something you can hold on to all the time, you cannot—you always have a foundation based on which you'll uh, have that idea stick throughout the time that comes for the product because you can easily deviate from the original idea and lose the focus, which you don't want to happen because you're developing that original idea, nothing else. It's very easy to get your thoughts lost in all the inspiration you get in this creative process. If you keep standing up to your idea, you won't be spending time and money buy stuff that is not what your idea is. So stick to the idea you originally created. Second milestone, in the second milestone, we have to define who is our target audience and maybe touch a bit of segmentation of this target audience. What do you mean by that? We have the product, we have the idea what we want to build, but who are we building it for? Who will be using that idea? Why will be they using that idea? There's so many questions you can ask yourself to clearly define who this product is for. But when you define who the product is for, segmentation did the target audience will even more elaborate who you're actually building for. Why do we do that? Because first of all, we need to sell to our core audience and then expand. If you try selling to somebody that is not core audience, it is likely possible, it is less likely possible to sell the product, whatever the sell means, you get the point. This takes us to the third milestone, which is what are the main value propositions? What does that mean? That means for each of the target audiences that they have, what is the value that they bring to each one of them? What is the value that will change the way they live Or work using the product that I have. Again, with the number of actions and questions you're going to ask to yourself, you'll come up to something that is solid. And you're going to stick to it through the entire life of your product. Unless you have a stronger comment against that, which is a point where you change what your product is and change the orientation of it, you change the name, you change a lot of things. It is totally normal, many products have built success on this deviation from original idea, but for now, stick to what you originally want to build and who you want to build it for originally. Everything else will begin scattering your time, scattering your money in your original goal, your original destination. We're coming to the fourth milestone, maybe i lose count, so don't take it wrong from me, please, Uh, is very simply how do we make money out of this idea so once we know what the product is we know who it is for and what is the value to them how do we make money from it is very obvious what we are working on here are different models of how do we make money so is it in-app purchases subscriptions one-off payments um, whatever there are many different ways how you make money out of your users and defining the means, the ways of how the money is made is very important point. Not only that you have to define your financial model, you have to define, this is the first time actually start thinking about the features of the product because you have to, to, to realize what features do I have and which ones make money, and how do they make money. And then in the background, you have the financial model of how that is being processed, which all leads us to the fifth step. I like to call it finally the fifth step because finally we're putting something visually out, uh, which are sketches. There's a, they're not wireframes. They're actually sketches on paper where we take all these written content we have so far and all these thoughts, and we are trying to transform them to translate them to a visual form, which is some sort of wire but is actually just sketching on paper, brainstorming kind of thing. So that is the point where uh, your idea gets the shape uh, of, of what the features it has. Uh, It's the moment when you can realize that financial moment, how it can be uh, used, how it can be functioning. So this is the most creative part once you have the good foundation that we did in steps one through four. This is also the moment you will start uh, sketching, um, making bullet points of the key features and sub-features, all the features that you think the product should have, all the functionality, that will accommodate the product. However, you don't think about, uh, you're only thinking about core features. This is not the moment to think about uh, account settings or billing settings or any kind of settings or um, sharing stuff If that that is not the core of your uh, product or uh, registration login. That is all irrelevant. Users will have to come in somehow, they will have to set up things somehow, but the core of the idea is actually the core functionality, which is the functionality that brings this value to your users, that changes their life and work. So that is what we are doing in this step number four, number five, sorry. Milestone number six is really closely related to milestone number five, and uh, it says incrementally develop your idea. Uh, That means everything you've done so far is great. You gotta stick to points of creating the idea, defining target audience, uh, defining main value propositions for them, and how you make money. Now you're creating product out of those milestones, out of those statements. Process of iteration of going through sketches and revising them is something that will put a solid ground for the next steps in actually defining what your product is in terms of the actual functionality, in the um, actual um, power of the product. This is the moment you will actually solidify The information you created so far so this is the point you of 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 no return which means milestones one through five are concrete now we cannot change them we don't want to change them it's not we cannot but we do not want to because we are so satisfied and so secure and sure into the idea and what have what we've done so far that we don't want to change them That is the most important milestone, that's why it's in the middle. Um, Very importantly, now our sketches are in the phase that they can become wireframes, but also a full list of features is set so that we know what the product will have and how it will work. Um, It's good to document all very well. But again, let's not go into details now. This is just an intro. Important thing is that the reason we're doing this is that the next set of milestones are have a good foundation that we don't have to come back to everything before. Also, the next set of milestones will be directly defining visual and textual documentation of our product with the goal to have materials based on which the product will be developed. That's how we save time and money in our next set of milestones, but also set a good foundation that whatever comes to our product is always sticking to the core idea and core premises. At this point, when we know everything, what we want from this product, what we want this product to be, it's too big, it's huge. And when you think about it, Uh, the time that you have and the money that you have is definitely not sufficient. Uh, In rare cases, it is. Please call me if that's the case for you, but (laughs) in most cases, it's not. Um, What do we need to do now? Um, Coming back to that core idea, uh, probably not more than 30% of the features you've written down and sketched are um, not part of the Minimum viable product. What is a minimum viable product? It is a product that is uh, sufficient enough in features to satisfy the business requirements, to satisfy the business need, to satisfy your target audience and their main value propositions. Everything else is add-on value, which can change over time. So, the, at this moment, the seventh milestone will help us. Will help us in the future. But what, what do we do? We. Um, create development phases out of all that we have come up to. So first phase, an MVP, something that we want to launch in the first instance, and then phases two, three, four, twenty-five, 25, whatever. Uh, but phase one must fit within the time and cost estimate. It must uh, address the, 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 the targets of the idea and the business. So nothing more than that is needed for the first phase. So actually, something that you come up with and costs half a million bucks can actually be done for tenth of that, uh, because that's all you need to start with. Also, any of these features that we came up with will change over time, or might change over time, might, be, might need to be different because your MVP will start addressing the users and it will start getting the data from the users. So one of the things we have to do in this stage as well is to think about what data do we collect, how do we collect it, and just keep it there for now. We'll think about what do we do with, data, with that data later. It's not time for it now, and it's not worth of investment at the moment. Rather, it's very important to keep the data so we can analyze it somehow. But for now, let's focus on the product. Now we're in the position to start preparing documentation the actual documentation for development of this product so milestones 8 through 12 are all the milestones that will be the final documentation that fully elaborate your product based on everything we've done so far but we cannot come to point 8 with wireframing if we haven't done everything by now Uh, so wireframing milestone number 8 why Uh, because we need to represent our products visually everything that this product is from that very registration or however user gets into the product through all the features and everything the user does and all the paths of how they do things down to exiting the app and what happens even if they exit. Um, These wireframes can be as simple as just a schema of the Pages, or uh, it does have to be pages. I mean, I, I keep referring to pages as if it's a web or, or, or app only. It can be anything, so it can be a, a storyboard of the product, um, which means uh, how the product is being used. Um, we can go a step further and do advanced wireframing, which will take care of the UI, maybe even UX in some extreme cases, but that's something you can leave for whoever is going to build this, even if you're building it, that's something you can do later. We need to have foundation. So best thing, do it simple. Just uh, a set of wireframes, which are a skeleton of everything your product will be. Why do we do that? Because presenting a product, what needs to be built to somebody who will build it, even to yourself, you're building a roadmap of what needs to be built. It's, 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 it's a guide. So, They'll know what to design, uh, they'll know how to design, they'll know how to create uh, user uh, architecture, how they take from point A to point B. The whole interaction design can be based on the visual representation of your product. Now that you have a vis- visual representation of the product, we need to actually write something down, which is the boring stuff, but uh, visual representation of a product cannot cover everything that is happening behind the scenes. Uh, Let's say uh, you can draw in your wireframes that a user uh, signs up with their email address and uh, the next step is they see a welcome screen. But what happens in the background? You do validation of email address, does user already exist? Do you send them an email? Do you ask them to confirm an email address? Uh, There's many things you cannot simply draw must be written down so you have to write down those those things Um, so functional representation explains visual documentation the wireframes to the tiniest details it has to go to Um, which takes us to the milestone number 10 which is a technical documentation uh, which uh, Honestly, it's not needed all the time because from visuals and functional uh, documents, it's obvious what needs to be done. However, um, certain things which require uh, technology to solve um, the the functionality that you that you need to have, then these things need to be elaborated technically. Um, it's great if you can have somebody, or if you know, or if you know somebody who can create this technical documentation for you or it's something you can leave on the side and ask your development partner to solve for you. However, if you're a technology-based startup, which means your, your product is based on innovation of new technology, then you can't really have somebody else do it for you because the IP of, of that solution must be yours. The goals of milestones uh, of, for wireframing, functional and technical specification will all come together as a definition of what the product is and if you know what you're building if you know the phases of development if you know how it all works you're leaving very little or almost none of the blanks uh, for uh, pot- potential um, uh, interpretation so as far as you don't leave space for interpretation you cannot get surprised by something how it's done because You just specified how it needs to be done, you specified how it needs to work. And when you're limited with time and money, uh, you can't really leave space for improvisation of something. So uh, if you need to do something, certain amount of time and money, you have to know exactly what you're doing and how you're doing it. Otherwise, you're open for options. You can try solving one thing in 10 different ways. So that is 10 tries instead of one, which costs, of course, 10 times more and takes 10 times more time, which brings us to the to the next milestone, which is preparation of the scope of work. What is that exactly? That is actually an expectation from your development team. Is it in-house? Is it yourself? Uh, is it a development partner? It sets the expectations for delivery based on the documentation you have. So, um you might choose uh, the design direction uh, the feeling of the ux you might choose um what is the text tech stack that you need to use what is the the architecture environment uh, all that kind of stuff it, it's complex we'll go into it later but again it is specifying things so they're not left in black blank not left for interpretation so when you define what you want there is no space to leave that path, which will just incur more time and more cost to bring your product to life. Finally, when we have all these, we can come to the estimations. Estimations for delivery of this digital product. What it means is uh, you're gonna take a list of all the features and estimate the time required for each of the features to be developed if you don't know how to do it there's people who can help you Uh, as it's the 12th milestone i will be able to help you with that much further down the road but feel free to contact me directly i'll be happy to to jump in on any queries you guys might have in the meanwhile but preparing the estimates for delivery based on what you developed so far will tell you exactly if the product can be developed within the time frame and for the money that you have. And uh, opening up a tender will, um, this will serve as a reference against any offers, any proposals that you have. Even if you don't open a tender, if you do it in-house, you have a reference again against time and money and how do you fit into it and do you have to revise what you're building. Um, it's very important to note, this is the final milestone, uh, I won't go into any more details, uh, I'm just gonna say that uh, this process works perfectly well with lean and agile methodologies, as uh, even in those methodologies uh, that we use daily in, in my businesses, uh, you have to have foundation based on which you work. Additionally, Take a look again at these milestones. You can read on my um, Medium post. I'll have all this in text. Um, you will notice that all these milestones are actually a perfect skeleton for your elevator pitch. So when you go in front of the investors or whoever is, uh, if you're building the product for for in-house or for, for other um, uh, stakeholders, uh, the, the skeleton of these 12 milestones will give you all the answers you need to present the product to and justify why the product is being built even if it's justification for yourself or your wife hey guys i really hope i brought you value with this episode of the digital product concepting and innovation go ahead subscribe share this pass it on and let me know what you think